American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Looks like the train has left the station. Armed American Radio's monster cast begins right now. There is no turning back. The Car Firearms Group studios are lit up for you. The Sig Sauer microphone is on. All of it presented by X Insurance. I hope you had a great weekend. I did, and now we are ready to rock and roll. And as the intro says, fight the enemies of freedom, because that's what we do here, and there are enemies of freedom out there. Before I get going with my guest, Greg in Dallas, Texas, would you please be kind enough to tell listeners and viewers where to become viewers to watch this program if they want to catch us in high definition before we get cranking, please? Absolutely. Head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In the top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give that a click. When that window opens up, select the Watch Live option. If you're driving or doing something else you'd rather listen, click that Listen Live link right above that. And when you see... The two subsequent links pops open. Make sure you click appropriately. One of them is for our Sunday Monster Cast, which is this show right here. The other is for our Daily Defense Monday through Friday program. Maybe you've missed a previous episode. You want to get caught up? Well, we've got a podcast link right above Listen Live. Head over there and get caught up wherever you may have missed. And if you enjoy the show so much, you want to support some merch, we've got a shop link down at the bottom of all of these links. Head over there and pick out something that you would like. And lastly, if you want to join our live chat, we've got one of those. Head on over to your uh, your app store and grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Greg does that every day for us on the Daily Defense. That's how it's done if you want to watch the show. But again, I throw the public service announcement out there. Please don't do that while you're driving, okay? Don't watch the show. Listen to the show. Unless you're a passenger, then have fun and enjoy watching the broadcast in great high definition. The video is being brought to you every day. By Daniel Defense and Ledslinger's Whiskey. So we were at the shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show for the better part of last week. Those of you who listen to The Daily Show, it could be a little bit of redundancy because I want to ask some of my guests about that. And we're going to get started right now with the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, Mr. Alan Gottlieb. Alan, welcome to the program, my friend. Welcome home. Hope you had safe travels. And welcome to the show today, my friend. I sure did. It was great being with you live right across the microphone from you and at the SHOT Show. It was a lot more fun than doing it remotely. Yeah, it, it is fun to be able to reach over and shake your paw. And here we are back to the phones in the Armed American Radio studios. Alan, your thoughts, making some comparisons really to last year, which was a weird year because of the COVID scene and all that. But to previous SHOT Shows, what did you think about what you saw on the floor as far as what it really telegraphs about the state of the industry. I was excited to see what I saw. Were you? 
Well, let me approach it from two different ways. One, I, I saw a lot of new stuff, uh, a lot of innovations, things that weren't there before. Uh, and that was really pretty cool. And, of course, the attendance was significantly greater. I think overall the was feeling the attendance maybe been five times greater than last year. Uh, so that was good, too. So I think the state of the industry is in pretty good shape. Uh, and everybody was pretty upbeat, uh, so uh, it was a great show. Uh, the Second Amendment Foundation was we did fantastic. I mean, a lot of people in the industry that, quite honestly, I hate to say it, in the past may have ignored us a bit uh, or just didn't come, come out and reach out for giving us support for our efforts. We're really giving us a lot of support. So for us, I think it was the best show we've ever had. You know, I'm going to agree with that because I, I felt the same thing. I, I had a lot of people approach me about the work that the Second Amendment Foundation is doing. And what are we now near nearing or closing in on 50 cases that are active right now? And I, I know I'll get you to, to if you would, but I, I don't believe that we've ever been this busy in the last 15 years. I've been on the nation's airwaves. I, correct me if you think I'm wrong there, but it's a busy time for us. No, it, it is the busiest time the foundation's ever had in our history. Actually, there's about 50 suits in total involved in, but 43 are actively moving right now at the same time. And that, that, that's pretty stressful. It, it really, truly is. Let, let's get going with one of those suits right now. And I'm going to start by quoting one of my favorite liberal rags. That's the New York Times. Uh, New York Times put a piece out just a couple days ago on uh, Friday when Illinois legislators passed a far reaching ban last week on selling certain high powered guns and high capacity magazines. The Democrats who run the state celebrated it as a life saving law that would help prevent mass violence. But on Friday, in the law's first judicial test, a state judge in Effingham County temporarily blocked it from being enforced against hundreds of people and several gun dealers who sued. That ruling, a preliminary step and one of several legal tests the law is likely to face, came amid broad uncertainty about whether sweeping gun controls like those in Illinois can withstand judicial scrutiny following a Supreme Court decision in a New York case last year. That's pretty solid from the New York Times admitting the strength of Bruin. And there were 800 defendants in the, or, or plaintiffs, Alan, in this suit. What's going on here now? Catch us up, please. Well, in all honesty, the judge uh, put the restraining order against those individuals for plaintiffs in that case is great. And while the judge mentioned Bruin, that's not what he made his decision on, though. He made it on procedural matters that the legislature didn't act appropriately in, 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 in timing, on hearings, uh, getting testimony, in passing it. So it wasn't really a Second Amendment challenge. Um, those, those are, those are what we you know. The foundation has, Second Amendment Foundation has one of those in the Southern District of Illinois in federal court right now, uh, and there's other ones to be filed. Uh, but it, it's uh, it was on procedural grounds. So while the judge was you know upset about Bruin, he didn't rule based on Bruin. Okay, so what does that mean for us going forward? Now the Second Amendment Foundation cases, et cetera, because and it's important that people understand that this ruling only applies to those eight hundred plaintiffs. Correct. Correct. Uh, it doesn't apply to the general public, so to speak. However, uh, the foundation is going in for a temporary restraining order or preliminary injunction to block it from everybody in the state. The case is already filed, and, and that motion will, should be filed next week. 
And if how do you expect to be successful there? Is this something that's going to be removed as it moves through the court process, as we see so many times where, for example, California, where a judge rules in our favor and then an appellate court removes the injunction and it gets all gobbled up? What, what do you think is going to happen here? Because Pritz, Pritzker's running pretty high right now. He thinks and because it was legislatively done and signed that they're on solid constitutional ground here. Of course, I beg to differ with that because of Bruin. Your thoughts? Well, again, when they think he's on legislatively sound ground, on sound ground constitutionally because it's legislatively passed and the governor signed it, that doesn't mean laws are constitutional. You know, legislatures mean governors and presidents sign laws all the time that are not constitutional. So, I mean, I mean that's like sort of like uh, looking at himself in the mirror and, and doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, in, in answer to your question, what I think is going to happen, again, it's like reading tea leaves. Uh, you know, you can't say what a judge is going to do one way or the other or what an appeals court might temporarily do while it's still being litigated. Many of these cases that the restraining orders or temporary uh, injunctions have been re- removed on ha- have been done, you know, knowing that um, what the judges have said they still think it's unconstitutional, but they want to let it run its course, for, you know, in litigation. Uh, so they're not going to give you uh, an immediate victory, so to speak. So I, I really can't say. All I can say is ultimately I believe we're going to win on, the, on these cases. Okay, uh, that's well, that, that makes me feel good to hear that from you. Sheila Simon is a law professor at Southern Illinois University, Alan. And as we get ready to go to a break here, I'll, I'll quote from her from the New York Times. I found this to be very interesting. She was referring to some of the sheriffs. Now, the last time you and I spoke, it was officially 72 sheriffs that said they would not enforce Pritzker's new law. Well, Pritzker doesn't like that, obviously, for obvious reasons. It's now up over 86. There are 102 counties in the state of Illinois. So the number of sheriffs that are pushing back on this is rising. Sheila Simon, a law professor at Southern Illinois, who, quote from The New York Times, once served as the state's Democratic lieutenant governor, said those statements underscored the geographic and political divides within Illinois. A county cannot opt out of state laws, she said. So when sheriffs say they're not going to enforce a state law, I hope that what they mean by that is that they're going to be a part of a lawsuit to challenge the law. What would be your position on that? 30 seconds. Well, first of all, when she says sheriffs can opt out of state law, the fact is is that they can't opt out of the Constitution either. And they're not enforcing this law because they believe it's unconstitutional. (laughs) That's exactly right. It looks like maybe Sheila Simon might want to go back to law school because they did take a a constitutional oath themselves. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast will be back after this. We've got just our first we got our first break coming up. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. We have Mr. Alan Gottlieb here for one more segment, one more segment. There's also been some movement in another case that was remanded back. And I'll have Alan explain that when we come back. It's been an ongoing battle in this particular case. I'm teasing it now when we come back more details from the great alan gottlieb founder of the second amendment foundation armed american radio's monster cast in the car firearms group studios on the six hour mic we'll be right back after this Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain of ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com.
Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day on the weekend broadcast here in these Car Firearms Group studios on this powerful, powerful six-hour microphone. New listeners, Knoxville, Tennessee, Altoona, Pennsylvania, State College, Pennsylvania. Welcome in. We love you guys. All of this is brought to you today and every day from the Car Firearms Group Studios on the SIG mic by X Insurance. More about our partners coming up throughout the broadcast. I'm talking with Mr. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, a man who is incredibly busy right now. Alan Gottlieb, welcome back, my friend. The pleasure is mine. Always great to have you here, sir. It's, it's great to be with you, and I love your listeners. They're really, really well-educated gun owners, and uh, it, it, that education they've gotten and had the knowledge of the issue is so important because the other side's followers are all emotional and not fact-based. Boy, isn't that the truth, Alan? And I believe me when I tell you that the listeners love you, too. I get a lot of emails. It's almost like we couldn't do this without you. Getting the update from you at the Second Amendment Foundation is extremely important to listeners around the country because you literally are the boots on the ground at that organization. Very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, it's important. We need you at the Second Amendment Foundation. All of these cases that we talk about with Mr. Gottlieb week after week, day in, day out, that we refer to on this show every day cannot be brought to trial without you. We need your assistance. Oh, you heard Mr. Gottlieb say pushing 50 cases, 43 active. That number is growing. We are in record territory. We need your help to do so. An annual membership is only $15. Of course, you can donate whatever it is you can donate, whether it's five, 500, 5,000, 50,000, whatever it may be. We cannot do this without you. Please visit SAF. Dot org to help us out. Become a member, just like I am, and support the Second Amendment Foundation that make these cases that we talk about with Mr. Gottlieb happen every single week on this broadcast. Alan, let's go to the Miller case in, in uh, Illinois. And this is a ban on firearms for immediate self-defense in the homes of law-abiding adults licensed to provide day or foster care. Now, I'm going to admit this. this. I've lost track of the time on this case. But this case has been ongoing for quite some time. Can you update listeners from the beginning to the end of what's happening here? Because there have been some late uh, some late breaking adjustments to this case. What's happening here? Well, before I do that, I just want to say one thing, because you mentioned donations to the foundation and you ended $50,000. And it reminded me, the Illinois State Rifle Association is a plaintiff in our case against the assault and ban law that was just passed that we were talking about earlier, just donated $50,000 to the Second Amendment Foundation to help fund that lawsuit. I just want to thank every member of the Illinois State Rifle Association. Uh, And also, uh, Henry Repeating Arms at the SHOT Show gave us a $25,000 check to help uh, pay for this this current litigation we've got going on because we've got an awful lot of bills that we need to pay. And so I just want to thank Henry Repeating Arms at the same time. Now, this particular case known as Miller, which, by the way, shouldn't be confused with two other cases we have in other states, also known as Miller because the plaintiff's names happen to be Miller. Uh, This particular case has been going on for a number of years now. And we uh, had a lower court federal judge, who Obama appointee, with his great backstory here, which I'm going to try and get into, who ruled against us. And we finally got this case up to the Supreme, uh, up to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. And she ruled pre-Bruin. And the appeals court just this, this week, actually just the other day, um, reversed and remanded her ruling and sent it back down to her, telling her she's got to re-rule in light of the Bruin decision. 
uh, so we're back in her courtroom again. Uh, and this, unfortunately, the way the appeals courts do this is that they want a full record in the courtroom, and Bruin wasn't argued yet in the courtroom because it was pre pre the Bruin decision. So we have to go back to her courtroom again. But what's really interesting here is that this is not the first time we've been before this judge. Uh, we had when we challenged the ban on concealed carry in Illinois, we, were, we went before this judge. She ruled against us. We appealed it to the Seventh Circuit. The Seventh Circuit then reversed and remanded and kicked it back down to her. She found another way to rule against us. It went back up to the Seventh Circuit where they smacked her back down and said, no, the law is unconstitutional. Uh, and so now we have concealed carry in the state of Illinois thanks to the Second Amendment Foundation, and this, and this judge got smashed with that one, and she's getting smashed again. I'm hoping she learns her lesson, and she rules in our, our favor at the, at the trial court level, and the state of Illinois doesn't appeal it back up again. Um, and if they do, of course, I'm pretty certain the Seventh Circuit's going to rule in our favor as well. Um, but what this case was sort of about was that we have homeowned people in their own home who, you know, light, licensed to uh, foster care parents, uh, and they either carry the gun on their person or have it locked up when it's not on their person so that the foster children cannot get a hold of it. Despite all those precautions, the state has pulled their license to be, a, you know, a foster parent. They've been foster parents for decades in, in Illinois to, for multiple children. They love doing it and helping kids out, but the state of Illinois, just because they're gun owners, won't let them do it. So this is a case that's really important for us to win because there are other states like Ohio that have similar laws. Alan, this case baffles me for a number of reasons. What is it that this judge has not yet figured out? Because she keeps getting smacked back year after year. This is ongoing for so long. What is it that she has not yet figured out? Now, post-Bruin, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the importance of the Bruin decision. This is how the court is forcing the lower courts to view the Second Amendment and our rights in light of that decision. What is it that she has not figured out, Alan? It is quite baffling, frankly. Yeah, it is quite baffling. But again, her argument is, is that, you know, if there are kids in your house, your house is a sensitive place. Well, virtually every gun owner in America has kids in their house or grandkids coming over to visit. So she can get away with this and set a precedent. Basically, what the anti-gunners are trying to do is saying, if you have children, you're not allowed to be a gun owner. So she's essentially trying to legislate from the bench is what it appears to me, correct? Well, not only her, but the state of Illinois has made those arguments in her court. This is where the gun you know, prohibition lobby is coming from. So there's choices. You can either have children or you can have guns, but you're not allowed to have both. The Constitution back wow. when you're now or when it was written, uh, you know, during the founders looking at the text and history doesn't say if you have children, you cannot be a gun owner. All right. So when it goes back, I, I don't mean to ask you to to predict the future, but we've seen this case bounce back and forth like a, a billiard ball here for so long. What do you what is it going to take? What is it? Well, let me ask you this. What does it tell you when the Supreme Court? What does it tell you? And that's a key component to my question. When the Supreme Court does what they did and what should that also convey to her that she isn't getting? But eventually it seems she will. Well, again, she ruled in this case prior to the Bruin ruling coming out from the Supreme Court. So the appeals court wants that considered. And at that point, she may, you know, see the light and say, OK, now I have no choice. I have to rule in favor of the Second Amendment Foundation um, but on, and, and gun rights. But on the other hand, you know, with this person, we just don't know. 
this judge, another Baxter and this particular judge, she was a state judge first before Obama appointed her to the federal bench. When she was a state judge, she was so concerned about her safety that she brought in her dog with her to the courtroom. Uh, when she moved to federal court, she brought the dog with her, and the federal circuit said that you can't have your dog in the courtroom because it might intimidate people that are in the room, uh, so, you, so you can't have it. This, this woman is, is really a very interesting character. I think you know, and, and she's the kind of person, if you ask me, she believes in self-protection for herself, but not for anybody else. It, it seems to be a common denominator with the other side. Okay for me, but not for the Alan. Real quick, with the seconds that we have left, are we going to win this case quickly here, do you think? We're going to win it. I can never say quickly with our court system. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Thank you, sir, for everything that you do, as evidenced again on Armed American Radio. We'll be back with Russell Stewart, who's going to talk about the goings-on in Los Angeles. We'll be right back. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men, men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes, forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 
If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Uh, back inside the Car Firearms Group studios with you here as we begin the week. Armed American Radio does not end your week, it begins your week. The six-hour microphone is lit up, very powerful microphone. Hundreds and hundreds of radio stations around the country today tuned in. Alatoona, Pennsylvania State College, Pennsylvania, Knoxville, Tennessee, welcome to the broadcast. The pleasure is mine to be filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. All of it brought to you by X-Insurance. Greg, down in Dallas, Texas, how are you today, man? I am doing pretty good. It's a beautiful Sunday around here today. Yeah, yeah, a little cold and rainy and nasty here in the ATL. We'll be talking about the ATL. I want to make this point. On Friday's broadcast, I warned you that Antifa was coming to town. Mm -hmm. Antifa came to town. What six members of that low-life scumbag organization or whatever you want to call it found out was this ain't Portland, Oregon. And this ain't Seattle. And, you know, I'm fair here. And I'm going to I'm going to hand off some credit to the mayor of Atlanta, Georgia, who, along with Governor Kemp and others, made no bones about what was getting ready to go down with these people. You have six arrests made, all of them from out of state, with one exception, some loser from Decatur, Georgia, all charged with eight crimes, four misdemeanors, and four felonies. They're not walking away. One of those uh, felonies is a domestic terrorism charge on each one of these lowlifes as well. They did not get away with what they did in Atlanta yesterday and over the weekend. And I guess attempted. Uh, I, I guess there was a slight attempt today, but it got shut down pretty quick. So there you have it, Greg. We predicted that on the Friday Daily Defense, and lo and behold, fires. And then you have the media start all got to throw out this disclaimer that it's peaceful protest. There's nothing peaceful about it. They threatened violence from the moment they threatened violence, from the moment they did what they did. There's nothing peaceful about this. I think you would agree with that, Greg, in Dallas, Texas? Absolutely. You know, they were mostly peaceful over the weekend, right? Yeah, mostly peaceful (laughs) over the weekend. You had the fires in the background, and you had the mainstream press, the legacy media, attempting to call this. Everybody's got to throw a disclaimer out. Oh, even Kemp. Oh, it's all there was nothing peaceful about it. They threatened violence on day one. Russell Stewart, founder of Beverly Hills Guns out in Beverly Hills, California, which is, well... A little subsection of Los Angeles where there is more trouble today. Russell Stewart, Beverly Hills Guns, welcome in, my friend. How are you? And it was a pleasure seeing you in Vegas as well, brother. How are you? 
It's good, brother. It was good to see you in Vegas, and I uh, hope you're doing well down in Dallas, Texas, my man. There you go, Greg. Greg is kicking it out down there in Dallas, Texas, for sure. Hey, Russell, one thing about the shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show that I mentioned, while the week tends to beat me up because it's an extremely, extremely busy time, what I really enjoy about that week is the camaraderie, is the networking. It's, it's, it's our ability to get together. This is the second shot. I had an opportunity to hang out with you a little bit and, and talk to you in person, not just on the phone. And that's always fun. Give me your takeaway of what you saw as a dealer, as a federally licensed dealer, with all the shenanigans going on with the ATF, the pistol brace ruling, the bump stock being shot down in the Fifth Circuit, and what you saw at a huge meeting of your peers. What was Russell's takeaway from that from that week in Vegas? I mean, honestly, but, uh, you know, it was, I mean, it, it was pretty somber. You know, I, I, I really felt like the tone of the overall show was not like what it was in the past. Uh, I think the economy has got a lot to do with it. But I also think that the AFT has a lot to do with it. You know, I think and that. True. Yeah. I mean, I saw so many different booths that had, you know, pistol braced, um, you know, weapons. And you could just see the looks on their faces like, yeah, we're screwed. You know, are we invested, you know, in this product? Are we built this product? Are we, you know, are a reseller of this product? And it's unfortunate because, you know, a pistol brace AR, you know, pistol is such an incredibly popular item, um, you know, owned by millions, if not tens of millions of American citizens. And you can just feel the tone of just everyone had questions, uh, you know, the fact that the that the ATF had a very large booth there. I actually went and you know and spoke to them about an unrelated topic, but you also just saw the disdain that people had for it. I mean, I watched yeah. people go by their booth just looking at them, just going USOB. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just a very different tone. And I just really think everyone's got a very un, like a very cautious, but kind of unknown future about so many things. And, uh, you know, I, was, I mean, I loved being there. I love being around my brothers and sisters in the firearms industry. But you, but you could definitely feel attention. There was no doubt. Yeah, I think you're right, because I felt that, too. Now, I, I ask you this. I, I think I asked you this when we were in town last week. But would you have wanted to be an AFT agent on the floor of that show days after their brace ruling came down? Well, I mean, I tell you right now, they all look like they had their head on a swivel. I mean, like they were just all <laughs> looking around at everybody because, no, I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to have been there. Um, but look, in the end, they've got a job to do. The, you know, the agents on the ground are not the ones that set the policy. So I'm not going to point fingers at people. Um, but the bottom line is, is that their bosses have screwed a lot of stuff up for, you know, for our industry and our brothers and sisters that make their living and put food on the table for their families by yeah. selling these weapons based on the Second Amendment. And the fact that they have to show up and basically take the dirty looks from us, well, guess what? That's what they get paid for. Well, I did try to get some something on record, and I was unable to do so, as I predicted. No, and I didn't expect to. Uh, I have to, again, I'm going to say this. I'll quote Gottlieb on this as well. Dettelbach, at least he showed up there, and he did. The head of the AFT showed up there for a compliance seminar. And while it didn't get raucous, as I, I, I would have guessed, I would have lost money on the bet because I would have thought it would have gotten a little bit more raucous. But the dealers that were there, 
had a lot of questions. And the one thing that I know came out of that, that meeting with those agents was the vast majority of the FFLs said the same thing. And they told me this separately, unknowing that I had spoken to others that were there as well. Uh, one of them was Ryan Petty, of course, Parkland dad, who was on the show with me and, and uh, who I piled around with for a little bit, who said the same thing. The response back from the AFT relative to the pistol brace ruling was incredibly wishy-washy and nobody got a single answer. And like you, I could name at least 10 manufacturers that I know of that had those guns on display, some of them very large manufacturers who I believe think like I do, that this is not going to fly. Your guess, does this survive the remaining 110 days? I don't think it does. And I'm talking about the pistol brace ruling, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk more about it. I don't mean to to catch you off guard. But a week ago Friday, uh, just about nine days ago, the AFT published a new rule that essentially bans those guns unless you do three or four things, which is register them, destroy them, etc. And they are wildly popular items. Do you think that rule survives? Because after 120 days, Russell, comply or felon? Unbelievable. I, I don't think it lives. I don't think it lives. I, I think you're totally right. I don't think it can. I mean, when you're talking about making probably 20 to 25 percent of the nation felons instantaneously, uh, I just don't think that you can do that. I mean, I think there's more people that probably have an AR pistol platform with that kind of brace on it than has a, you know, a gas range in their backyard. You know, yeah. so so it, it's truly such a staple in so many homes that to really destroy families, you know, I mean, like you want to talk about, you know, destroying a family, put the dad in jail for having something that 15 minutes ago was, something that the entire family enjoyed shooting sporting-wise and target Legally. shooting. Five minutes later, they're felons. It, 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 it's truly mind-blowing. So, no, I do not believe that it survives. I believe that Congress is going to have to step up and repeal some of this crap. Or, sorry, or just step in and just say, hey, AFT, you you can't make laws. And let's yeah, go that's, back that's to our job. That, yeah. That's our job. That's our job. OK, let's get started here as, as we get head in. Let's, let's just begin with Monterey, California. There is a press conference going on right now. This moment is 43 minutes after the hour as we're tuned in here. I'm going to set this up for you. We'll come back from the break and we'll talk with Russell about it. The Monterey shooting out there in California. There's a press release, uh, a, a uh, press conference going on as we speak. Apparently, the shooter has been identified, and I'm not sure if he's caught. We'll get some information from Russell Stewart at Beverly Hills Guns when we come back. Don't go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? 
or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available on 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. All right, here we go. Final segment of Hour One. I tell you every week to buckle in. I mean it. 
Not kidding. I wasn't expecting the hour to fly by that quickly, but it always does. The Car Firearms Group Studio, Sig Sauer Mike, all brought to you by X Insurance. The video being brought to you by Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers Whiskey. Please go out of your way to support all of our great partners, all of them. That includes HeavensHarvest.com. Use the promo code AAR over there, and you get the free shipping on the food. If you don't have that emergency food, you're not doing yourself a favor. By all means, go get some emergency food. It's about 183 bucks, free shipping, and if you use the promo code CASE, C-A-S-E, you get the Pelican pistol case shipped for free. I have a couple of them. That's, the, that's what I would do, but it's entirely up to you. Yeah, I'm a little I can benefit a little bit because I can drive up there and pick it up myself. So it's easy to get the pistol case. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, check out all of our partners over at armedamericanradio.com. There's something for you all over the website. We can't do this without you supporting them and they support us. That's how the equation works. That's why we're here now 14 years in. April 26th marks our 14th, official 14th year. April 27th marks the start of our 15th year on the airwaves. I'm talking with Russell Stewart, founder of Beverly Hills Guns out in the uh, Beverly Hills, California, the Los Angeles area. You know Los Angeles and what's going on out there better than anybody I've ever met. Russell, welcome back in. What's happening in Monterey? I guess the press conference, they identified this guy as who can tran or something. He offed himself in the back of a white van. I was unable to see the press conference because we're on the show live. It was going down at the exact same time. It's 49 after the hour. What can you tell us what's happening here? And what's been the response from your local, uh, your local, your uh, your commie state government officials? Wow. Gosh. Yeah. So again, you know, we had another mass shooting in California here last night in Monterey Park, which I just want to let you know is actually the the city of the headquarters of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. Um, and yeah, a, 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 yeah, another deranged human being walked into, I guess, a dance hall or a dance studio and executed 10 incredible souls. Um, and, uh, you know, I just want to give a quick shout out to Jamie McBride, the head of the LAPD Protective League, a very famous LAPD detective. And he wrote a, uh, he wrote a great sentence on uh, his Instagram after Karen Bass, our new L.A. mayor, had posted another just ridiculous leftist automatic gun violence is the problem. Asian hate is the problem. And um, Jamie wrote. It's unfortunate that the newly um, elected L.A. Mayor Karen Bass and California Governor Gavin Newsom try to capitalize on tragedies for their own anti-gun agendas. Karen Bass even went further and brought race into the tragedy, but it turns out that the suspect was also Asian. The fact that we also had a shooting here in May of last year at the Geneva Presbyterian Church in uh, uh, in Laguna Woods, California, in Orange County, where a Taiwanese church got shot up. And immediately, Newsom and Schiff and all these people went to the Asian hate and, and oh, it's bigotry, oh, it's racism. And then the suspect ended up being a 68-year-old Asian man named David Chu. So, again, when you've got politics, I mean, we do not have a gun problem. We have a politician and a media problem. Because until politicians want to actually tell the truth and say, yes, there is hatred out there. And yes, there is mental health issues out there. Nobody out there is talking about, well, hold on a second here. How about the pressure cooker at the Boston Marathon? You know, how about people driving cars through, you know, crowds of, you know, like parties and parades? 
illness is out there. Evil is out there. We need to focus on the evil, and we, you know, and we can maybe put a dent into this, but if we constantly keep saying guns are the only problem and bigotry is the only problem, then we're never going to solve anything. And unfortunately, California politicians lead the way of this smokescreen to just use every tragedy and every death and every beautiful soul that's lost for their own political agenda and, and, and mainly their anti-gun agenda. So I, I know this is a rhetorical question, but there was obviously no California gun control law that clearly stop, could have stopped this, none, because it happened a second time. But you know what I found interesting is the Taiwanese, 68 years old, this who can tran loser, 72 years old. These guys yep. don't fit the mold, 68 and 72. Now, I'm not going to make any correlation because I don't know that I can, but it seems odd. That's double the age of the average killer that we see more than double the age, maybe but even triple. Very strange. I agree also. with you. But also, too, the thing that we don't think about is the fact we, it, 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 and this is far from an anti-immigration statement. I'm an, I mean, I, I'm a, you know, someone that comes from a different country myself. <clears throat> but when you have immigration from all over the world that's come over for, you know, 100 years, and now we've got massive populations of other groups from all over the world, and then you have strife and political conflict back in their home parts of the world. Like, for instance, the shooting back in May, it was a hate crime against Taiwanese because of the Chinese government. You know, I have no doubt that possibly, I don't want to make a statement, but possibly this particular shooting might be politically motivated as well, because we do have the Chinese uh, Lunar New Year, um, you know, that's coming up right now. And there could be possibly some sentiment of anti-Taiwanese if these people end up being, you know, from that country. So eventually, once you like once you are the melting pot of the world, you can have anti whoever sentiment that will be taken out on the streets of the United States. And let me, again, I, I'm with you on that. Listen, I, I have to, I have to cut you off just in the essence sure. of time. I've have got to ask you about Alec Baldwin and the impending charges. Two counts of involuntary manslaughter. What are your thoughts out there in L.A.? One hundred percent is 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 you know he should be charged. Um, the fact that he wasn't charged with uh, shooting the director uh, is is kind of crazy in my opinion because if you killed one person and that shot then hurt somebody else, it should at least be a lesser charge. Um, but look, in the end, we all in the gun industry know that no matter what, if somebody hands you a firearm, you are the last person who is responsible for checking that gun and making sure that it's safe. And I, and I don't care if he's got, you know, his money and his privilege and his leftism and all that other jazz. What he has is, is probably a hundred movies under his belt where he was carrying a firearm, where he's been through a zillion safety checks. He knows the drill. So when he was handed that gun, he is the last stand, the buck stops with him and damn well he should be charged russell he's looking at five years with those charges he won't do one charge 
Okay, that's it. That's interesting. I'm going to have you back sometime next week to talk about that. We're out of time now, but I did want to get your thoughts on that. Russell Stewart, founder of Beverly Hills Guns. Always a, a huge pleasure to see you in person, and we get to do that at the Shooting, Hunting, and Outdoor Trade Show every year. It was great to see you as well. Thank you for being here to give us some updates and your thoughts from out really literally behind enemy lines in California. That's Russell Stewart, the founder of Beverly Hills Guns, who I believe probably meets more hypocrites in one day than all of us combined listeners because of the people he sells guns to incredible beverly hills guns founder russell stewart if you find yourself in beverly hills make sure to stop by and shake his paw he's doing god's work out there literally behind enemy lines thanks russell for everything you do when we come back awr hawkins is going to be here give us an update And that's going to be followed. He will be followed by the great Stephen Gutowski. Both of those individuals were also in Vegas. We'll get updates from both of them. And we'll talk with with Stephen Gutowski about some of his writings, recent writings, over at The Reload. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast in the Car Firearms Group Studios on the Sig Sauer mic, all presented by X-Insurance, continues at six minutes after the hour. Don't go away. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary my pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR.